Hi, and welcome back to the China Business Minute, our weekly catch-up with our China offices. Sorry for the delay this week. We ran into a little bit of technical difficulty yesterday that held us up a bit. But this week, we have the latest from our Beijing chief. Li Pei Zhang is our deputy director in Beijing. Li Pei, welcome back to the show. Hello, this is Li Pei. I'm sorry I was a little bit late for this week's podcast, but I hope today's contents that I share will not bore you. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. So I know the fourth plenum just wrapped up at the end of last week. So maybe the best use of time will just be a quick download of what happened there. China just concluded its 19th CPC Central Committee fourth plenary session last week in Beijing after four days closed door meeting from October 28th to the 31st. The meeting was held in a situation where China economic growth continued to slow down in Q3. The ongoing trade tensions hasn't been really resolved yet, and the Hong Kong issue still being problematic. The press communique was released immediately after the conclusion of the fourth plenary session, and it was followed by a press conference, uh, press conference on November 1st to further explain the messages. In line with previous theme of the fourth plenary session, which was held in 2014, that is also led by President Xi, this session continued the discussion on parties' leadership and role of governance in line with the overall roadmap of China's political system development. This year's focus is more on the improvement of national governance system and capacity building with further strengthening the party's leadership in administration. The key messages are, the communique confirmed that party is the lead of all aspects of country's governance, which fits in the socialist system with Chinese characteristics. The party also recognized the need to further improve administrative governance and enforcement capacity building under the rule of law. The party re-emphasized that China will let market to play decisive role in source allocation while optimize the governance in economic development. However, China will continue to strengthen the state-owned enterprises while supporting the private enterprises at the same time. The party also emphasized that China will continue to adopt one country, two system for Hong Kong and Macau and improved overall legal and enforcement mechanism to ensure its sustainable prosperity and stability. It will take time for us to see how this high-level theories to be transformed into practical rules and actions that can result in tangible outcomes and benefits to the business community in particular. We have seen some parties' rules and principles are released these days to address parties' legislative needs. We will continue to monitor the following trends and developments that are relevant to our business community. We actually will share a more detailed analysis through USBC China Business Review, and it's our online publication for broader audience. Feel free to check in our websites. All right, I'll include links to that below, and we will have members keep an eye out for it. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? Beyond that, the biggest news for today is that Shanghai opens its second China International Import Expo. 
President Xi attended and delivered a keynote speech to emphasize China's commitment of further opening up to meet increasing demand for high-quality living and growth for people in China and the world. Around 192 U.S. companies participated in this year's CIIE, according to Xinhua News, and it presents a bigger passion compared to last year. I will actually be down to Shanghai later this week to visit some of our members' booths and try to feel the atmosphere on the ground. It will be also interesting to learn companies' perspectives of their participation of this year after the, uh, after the CIE concluded. So all of this concludes my today's podcast. Stay tuned and I will be back in two weeks. Alrighty, Lipe. Thanks for the recap. We'll hear from you then. Again, Lipe is the Deputy Director for the U.S.-China Business Council in our Beijing office. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S.-China Business Council, and you can always learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, of course, please leave us a rating and review. It helps others find it. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week.